First of all, it was George Michael, Aretha Franklin and The Brilliant. I know you were waiting for me. And there was Bruno Mars and the Risen Pie playing the GTFM and leave the door open. Uh, fast approaching 20 to 11, as promised then, my first guest of the morning has just arrived. Well, on the phone, Alex Davis-Jones, MP for Pontypridd. Good morning to you, Alex. Good morning, Boris. How are you this morning, first of all? Thank you. Yeah, not too bad. I had my vaccine over the weekend and I was worried I was going to have some side effects, but thankfully nothing. I'm in tip-top condition. I thought you were going to say I had my vaccine on the weekend and I, I was afraid I might cancel your interview, Gareth. No, no, not at all. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Now, we haven't spoken for a while then, Alex, have we? Uh, let's deal with COVID first then. Obviously, restrictions are beginning to ease now. Um, do you still think the Welsh Government's response overall uh, has been the right one? Welsh Government have got it spot on in terms of that cautious, careful approach to the unlocking from the restrictions that we're seeing. And that is shown through the levels of infection that we're seeing decline throughout Wales. You know, and it's great to see our businesses reopening, hospitality indoors from Monday just gone, shops being reopened as well. It's, it's fantastic to see. And our lines are, of course, as well as back open out of the public view. Although we do still need to be careful, especially with this new uh, Indian variant of COVID. Um, it, it is uh, spreading throughout the UK, but we just need to be remain cautious and, and not, yeah, not take the unlocking with uh, the thought that everything is back to normal because I think we're still far from that yet. And I think people, um, and because you're based in Westminster, a lot of the uh, English MPs, I think, quietly have admired the way that uh, Mark Drakeford has uh, has got on with the job. I would certainly agree with that. I think people have seen Mark Drakeford's response the coronavirus and, and where he certainly put the people of Wales over first and, and that has absolutely been at the forefront of this. You know, he has definitely prioritised saving lives and, and we've seen that with with how our um, the levels of the virus have now been um, suppressed and also our vaccine rollout, which has gone tremendously well here in Wales. You know, it's fantastic that we've got some of our local hospitals now offering all of 18 and over as appointments. It's absolutely brilliant to see, whereas here in England, they're still in the high 30s 30-year-olds who are now only being called for their vaccine. So we really are um, getting things right in Wales. Now, you've already mentioned the Indian variant. How concerned are you, Alex, about that? Because it seems to have taken a bit of a, a foothold in Bolton, Blackburn, Nuneaton, Bedford, Glasgow. You know, it's, it's, it is a slight cause, concern, uh, cause for concern. It is a cause for concern. And I think that is why everybody still needs to be very cautious and careful throughout this unlocking, just because we can... Um, see friends and family now. We still need to be wary of the social distancing and we still need to wear masks when we're in public places indoors. And we can't take it for red that just because the unlocking has gone so well that, that everything's back to normal, as I said, this Indian variant is. We are seeing surges of it in parts of England and, and part of that is sadly because um, the UK government has failed to lock down our borders and, and acted rather slowly, in my opinion, in, in preventing flights from India and other um, countries abroad from coming into the United Kingdom. So we need to be very careful, still be mindful of all the um, measures that are in place. And also, when you are called for your vaccine, please, please take it up. That is, that is my one plea to everybody. If you're called to have your vaccine appointment, please don't miss it or think it's not needed because they are absolutely life-saving. And, and the vaccines have shown that they are resistant to this new Indian variant. Now, Boris Johnson have sort of uh, earmarked June the 21st for all restrictions to be eased in England. Um, do you think that that could change now? 
Personally, I, I would be very wary of, of putting an arbitrary date on the unlocking, which is why I, I applauded Mark Jesse when he didn't give a date here in Wales for the unlocking of all restrictions. I think that was very wise because you don't know what's around the corner, as, as has been shown with this Indian variant. And now, sadly, the Prime Minister has been hostage to fortune, really, with this date looming over his head. And if he doesn't unlock on the date which he said he would, you know, he's going to be... All these English MPs are going to be holding him to ransom, saying that this is the date you told us we would be unlocking. Um, thankfully, here in Wales, we have got Mark Kirkwood and, and our, our restrictions and our um, unlocking timetable is different. And because of the nature of this virus, we just don't know what could happen from one day to the next. And, and this Indian variant has shown us that we still need to be very, very cautious and stick to the guidelines. OK, now, of course, you are a member of the Parliament at Westminster, which uh, is dealing with the English response to COVID. But I take it you've worked very closely with Pontypridd, newly a, a re-elected member of the Senate, uh, Mick Antoniff. You've you worked I, very closely with Mick? I do. I do work very closely with Mick. And we are uh, we are very much Team Pontypridd and Tafili. And um, we, we do have a great working relationship. And I'm so thrilled that he was re-elected in the elections a couple of weeks ago. You know, he is an outstanding uh, champion for our area. And it, and it just goes to show that also Mark Jacobs thinks so with his promotion to the Welsh Government and the Cabinet that's just been announced as well. And I know Nick will do an absolutely brilliant job in his new role as Council General and uh, Minister for the Constitution, especially when so many people are asking about what does the future of the UK look like? And, and I'll be working side by side with Nick, Mark and the whole of the Welsh Government to ensure that we deliver for our communities. OK, now the pubs are reopened. Hooray! Um, so, but what's your advice to those who can't wait to enjoy their first pint? I mean, if you're out there, be sensible and obviously stick to the social distancing. Definitely, be sensible, stick to the social distancing. It's fantastic that hospitality has now been able to reopen indoors. I had dinner in Alfred's in Ponty on Friday night in torrential rain, uh, but thankfully <laughs> we were undercovered, but it didn't dampen the spirits. But now that... Um, now that hospitality is opening indoors, people don't have to sit out in the rain, and it's wonderful. We've got so many amazing restaurants and pubs in our area, and I would encourage everybody to get out there and support the local businesses. But also, as you said, please be careful. You know, I had a catch-up with our local police force the other day, and we know that antisocial behaviour is also on the increase in our area. So please be mindful, be sensible when you're out and about, but also have some fun, because it's been such a long time, and we haven't seen friends and family, and I think we're all allowed a bit of fun. Absolutely. Uh, reopening then and support uh, businesses, as we've already mentioned, reopened. But what's your advice then, Alex, to business owners? Because there, there is help out there for them, isn't there? There is help out there for them. Yes, Welsh Government and RCT Council have got a, a swathe of measures in, in place to protect and, and help support our local businesses. Um, I'm in Westminster this morning and I've actually got a question to our Secretary of State for Wales on what support the Chancellor will be bringing forward to help those who have so far been excluded from any of the support packages because we know there are hundreds of thousands of people in Wales and across the UK who have been so far exempt from any financial support from the UK government. Whereas in Wales, you know, we have been able to support our freelancers and RCT Council have just launched the next phase of their freelancer grant and I would encourage anybody listening to this morning to get in touch with RCT Council. Please see if you're eligible for any of the support packages that are there because there are a swathe of measures in place to help you. I bet Simon Hart can't wait for your question, Alex. Oh, he's not going to know what hit him, Gareth. He's not going to know what hit him. <laughs> <laughs> so the public then, uh, get out and support your local businesses has to be the message, but to help them recover after this year from, well, hell, I guess, is the only word you could say. It is, yes, and, and, and that's 
that's all I would encourage people is get out there, support your local independent businesses, support our high streets. You know, Pontypridd has been doubly hard over the past 18 months, first with the flooding and then with coronavirus. So we really do need to give our businesses some love. But as I said, there is, you know, great news on the horizon and so much is happening in our town centre. The Lido has reopened. We've got Transport for Wales offices now up and running. We've, we can see some great new businesses popping up as well in the high street. You know, Cuckoo Madame opened a new store. Cortile Coffee, again, another fantastic independent business have opened up on our high street. And with the bingo, the old bingo hall being demolished as well, just opening up that bottom half of town. So much is happening and there's so much positivity that I would just encourage people to fall back in love with our local high street really and if you haven't been to the town centre for a while please go down and take a look because the new market as well is, is buzzing and there's so much to offer people so just get out there get out and about and have a look at our because yeah there's a wonderful array of things okay and finally just before you go because i know you're busy you've got that question to ask uh, we've become quite used to the tv monitors during prime minister's questions is there a chance do you think that uh, th- this is going to stay after covid restrictions have been eased especially for those like mps that live hundreds of miles away from London. There's, def- there's definitely the, you know, the argument put in place that there should be the option to dial in, you know, and, and that's not just for Westminster. I've seen, I think we've seen a whole range of how working practices have changed across the UK, people being able to work from home and having a better home-life balance. But as you said, you know, those MPs were dialing in from Scotland and from Wales, and also if, if, if you're on maternity leave, it does exclude you from taking part. Personally, I miss everybody being in the chamber, being able to take part in debate, because that's what makes our parliament so vibrant and and, the, and also the mother of all parliaments is that everybody in there gets to, gets to have their say in person. And through the TV screens, it's, to me personally, it's just not the same. Yeah, but it does give you that option, which is, which is a good it thing. Does. It does. It's definitely a good thing, as I said. And, and, and nobody should be prevented or stifled from taking part and having their voice heard in Parliament. OK, I know you've got that question to ask, Alec, Alex Davis-Jones, MP for Pontypridd. As always, Alex, thanks for joining us live on GTFM this morning. No, thank you, Gareth. You take care. Connected to the community at 107.9 FM at gtfm.co.uk or follow us through Facebook or Twitter. This is GTFM. The GTFM event.